If you run a business, Bank of Clark County has you covered. Offering cash management services to automate and simplify your business banking, streamlined digital banking, and merchant payment processing that's a one-stop solution. Plus, Bank of Clark offers corporate credit cards that help you optimize capital, organize expenses, and enhance your business. Whether you're looking to earn points faster or lower your APR, Bank of Clark County has the card that's right for you. Member FDIC. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the Zero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. You're listening to Wellness Talk with your host, George Batista. With you, everyone. Welcome to the show this week. This is Wellness Talk. This is your weekly health and wellness update. Glad you guys could be with me, and I hope you had a good week. Wellness Talk is a show that goes over the latest in health and healing, nutrition, fitness, and all the things we can do to hopefully live a long and happy life, and we can do it naturally. This show is for educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice of any kind. It is not intended to treat, prevent, diagnose, or cure any illnesses. So please always consult your doctor when wanting to make major changes in health or if you want to embark on any um, health programs. Now, um, as always, you can go to georgebatista.com to do some consulting with me or to talk with me in general. You can uh, check out the articles on Facebook, forward slash wellness talk. And you can also email me if you have questions, which I love getting your questions on a regular basis. And that's wellness talk at hotmail.com. This week, we're going to do some really, really good articles. Um, we're going to talk about resveratrol and how it affects your brain. Some new studies on resveratrol. I've talked about that nutrient many times on this show. So we'll talk about that and how uh, the new science on that. Now, your kids have always been told, or at least when I was a child, I was told, and now children these days are still being told that calcium is very important for growing bones. Well, there may be another nutrient that's even just as important, or if not even more important. So I'm going to talk about that and what your kids, make, what you should be making sure that your kids are getting on a regular basis. We're going to talk about grapes and how do grapes affect metabolic syndrome. This is some new science on it. It's from Life Extension. We're going to go over those of you who are dealing with heart failure or know uh, of anyone who's uh, dealing with any heart issues, what is one nutrient, which is uh, will be our nutrient for this week, that is going to be able to help? Well, there's, there's one that is, uh, has been very, very effective and widely used in Europe, and we're going to talk about that. And what else we have on tap? Uh, we're going to talk about 
seasonal allergies. That's um, that's something people are dealing with right now, especially because it's the springtime. So a lot of people are dealing with that. So we're going to talk about some remedies and things you can do to uh, help with that. And finally, time permitting, we're going to talk about a couple of other things. We're going to talk about uh, varicose veins and some ways you can either help that or even prevent it. And we're going to talk about the dirty dozen. What are the best uh, vegetables and fruits that you should be getting organically and those that you should not be getting or that you that uh, or that or that not are not a big deal if you get them organic put it that way so we got a lot to cover today so uh, we'll start with an article from wellness resources uh, one of, that's one of the places I always cite because they're always on the cutting edge Byron Richards uh, and this is talking about resveratrol and how it oxygenates your brain so with resveratrol we know is uh, one of the major nutrients out there coming from grapes and it's actually it's a big component in red wine and things like that and a lot of the especially in the french culture they use a lot of that um you know red wine things like that and they have one of the lowest rates of of uh you know of problems over there especially cardiac problems and heart problems and a lot of that has to do with the uh, resveratrol that they're consuming so but this was a new study. It showed that in healthy adults, dietary supplements of resveratrol were absorbed into the blood and actually um, crossed the blood-brain barrier and went into the brain and uh, provided oxygen. So look at that. Okay, now <clears throat> this was you know this was a major study. Now the researchers used either 250 milligrams or 500 uh, milligrams dose of resveratrol with the higher dose showing even further enhanced oxygenation okay so this is key especially for people who who maybe have suffered strokes or or dealing with some uh, you know issues in in the brain and stuff like that resveratrol can can definitely help in this situation now You have to understand that uh, this new study is you know is very supportive of the earlier observations of this but you're looking at maybe between 200 and 600 milligrams of resveratrol. At least that's what Byron Richards definitely um, he he talks about using on a regular basis as a general anti-aging and health-promoting supplement. But you know, as you get older, you know, you have to understand that these nutrients become more and more important, especially for the brain, because you know, dealing with things like you know <clears throat> less oxygen flowing not only to the heart to the brain and stuff like that. As you get older, dealing with things like uh, dementia and Alzheimer's and all these types of things, so we're finding here that resveratrol is is one of the key nutrients that actually helps to cross the blood bra- blood brain barrier, and <clears throat> it can help you if you uh, you know with with more oxygenation in that in uh, in that respect. Obviously, another thing that's going to do that is exercise as well. So a combination of exercise, resveratrol, and things like DHA will be great for the brain. So this is good news. So definitely keep that in your in your toolbox. Next from Science Daily. This is uh this is mainstream science. Now again one of the things that uh children and uh older adults are you know I've always talked about this 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 you know this whole big thing about calcium 
and how important calcium is to growing bones in children, but as well, you know, in the elderly, uh, calcium and, and in women, especially, you know, uh, as far as osteoporosis and, and uh, dealing with those types of issues as we get older and stuff. So, but this is a study when it had to do with kids specifically. It talks about one of the one of the um, nutrients that many many people are deficient in, and that is magnesium. It says magnesium may be as important to kids' bone health as calcium. And why is that? Well, let's 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 see what they say here. What they did was, this was a study, uh, <clears throat> and this was presented at the Pediatric Academ uh, Academic Society's annual meeting in Washington, D.C., and the researchers had recruited 63 healthy children ages 4 to 8 years old, and these children, they were not taking any kind of vitamins or minerals or anything to participate in the study. Now, the children were hospitalized overnight twice, so their calcium and magnesium levels could be measured. Okay, so this, now this is very interesting. The participants, they filled out food diaries prior to hospitalization. Now, all the food and beverages served during the hospital stay continued, you know, uh, contained the same amount of cal uh, calcium and magnesium they consumed in a typical day based on the diaries. And the food, uh, foods and beverages were, you know, weighed before and after each meal and, you know, determined how much calcium and magnesium the subjects were actually consuming on a regular basis. Okay. And then what they did was, <clears throat> uh, while hospitalized, the, the children's level of calcium and magnesium were measured using a technique that involved giving them non-radioactive forms of magnesium and calcium and uh, called stable isotopes. And then the urine was collected for 72 hours. So by measuring the stable isotopes in the urine, the researchers could determine how much calcium and magnesium were absorbed into the, were actually absorbed into the body. So this is key. So the bone mineral content and density were measured using uh, basically, you know, a certain type of dual energy x-ray. So that's how the study was actually performed. Now, here's what they showed. The results showed that the amounts of magnesium consumed and absorbed were key predictors of how much bone the children actually had. Now, dietary calcium intake now, here's what's interesting. that Dietary calcium intake was not significantly associated with total bone mineral content or density. So, this is important because magnesium was actually just as important or even more important to the, to the child's bone health in general. Now, this kind of throws a little bit of a curveball into what mainstream medicine always talks about is calcium, calcium, calcium. You know, you have to understand... First of all, there's this big, there's this big thing of anti-calcium out there. You know, first of all, they're telling you, oh, get your calcium, make sure you're eating your, your dairy, your cheeses and your milks and all this and telling kids to, and, and, and adults to drink milk and, and all that type of stuff. You have to remember that if you look in most milks, first of all, the calcium that is in those milks is most of, most of the time calcium carbonate, which is basically rocks. Okay, if you look at the structure of calcium carbonate, it's actually rocks. It doesn't absorb in the body well at all. Okay, that's number one. So this whole thing about you better get your calcium by drinking milk is, is not, is not really correct if you really look at the science. Okay. Number two, magnesium is, is just as important, if not more important, because if you are, if you're lacking in magnesium, magnesium is one of the key components in your body that helps with calcium absorption. And that actually helps the calcium get into where it needs to get to. Also, 
vitamin D and vitamin K are important. If you are taking calcium and you're not taking your vitamin D, K, and magnesium, you're not doing yourself any good. I can tell you, you're wasting, you're wasting time and you're wasting money. All those nutrients work synergistically together to make sure, so to make sure that your bones get enough of what they need. Okay. So you have to understand this is not only with adults. This is with children as well. If you want your children to grow up with healthy bones, you have to make sure that they're getting not only the, their, their calcium through good sources, but also vitamin D, vitamin K, and magnesium. Where do you get these things? Well, magnesium you get by eat, you know making sure your kids are eating your fish, your salmons. Make sure your kids are eating almonds or almond milk, uh, if they're as long as they're not allergic to it. And uh, you know, the, a lot of your vet your vegetables, your green leafy vegetables contain a lot of magnesium, like spinach, broccoli. These things all contain good amounts of magnesium. Nuts are very high in magnesium. Okay, so this is very very important. So. Kids definitely should be eating those things. Remember, nuts and seeds, um, all these types of things. Uh, again, vitamin D, you get these in, in your fish. You get, you get some of the vitamin D in milk, but it's not really a lot. You get your vitamin D, most of it from, the majority of your vitamin D is being out in the sunlight, so make sure you're doing that. Vitamin K is very important as well. Again, all these things work synergistically. Now keep in mind, we are told constantly that again that we need calcium calcium is very important for us but you have to remember that we are number one around the world in osteoporosis so that you have to keep in the back of your mind so there's 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 issues going on there obviously so but again also magnesium deficiency has been linked uh recently to things like asthma in children as well okay so Get your kids to make sure that they're eating their green leafy vegetables or their powders, uh, eating good fish, good salmon, good almonds, good peanuts, or good, uh, you know, types of nuts, those types of things. And, um, you know, they, they'll be higher in magnesium as well as, a, you know, a good multivitamin for the child as well, because uh, that'll contain good elements of magnesium and, and all, and vitamin D and all those things. Okay. But again, this is the science right here, mainstream science showing you that magnesium is just as important or even more important than actual calcium. Um, you have to actually, I always say you need more calcium than magnesium because I'm sorry, you need more magnesium than calcium, excuse me, because, um, the magnesium is what's going to do most of the work to make sure that the calcium is absorbed and it does the proper things in your body. So something to keep in mind. Next. From life extension, this is going to talk about grapes. Grapes may help protect organs from metabolic syndrome's damaging effect. How about that? Grapes. Well, let's talk about it. This was a result of a study presented on April 22nd, 2013 at the uh, Experimental Biology um, Conference, which was held in Boston. And basically, they talked about how grapes uh, protect against metabolic syndrome. Now, metabolic syndrome is is kind of a lumping of a group of of uh, symptoms or, or or illnesses, if you want to call them that, um, including hypertension, elevated glucose, um, you know, um, uh, hyperlipidemia, things like that. Um, you know, giving you risk of diabetes and and, and heart disease. And it's just a kind of a mixture of all these types of things, you know. So 
many people have all these types of issues. So, you know, it's basically called metabolic syndrome in a nutshell. So <clears throat> what they found here is they, they did a study where they, um, <clears throat> they tested the effects of some supplementation, um, with a blend of green, red, and black grape powder. Now, this was a study in rats, okay? Uh, it was black powder, green powder, and red powders um, with, um, with you know, with grapes. And these were, pat- these were rats that were prone to obesity and that uh, were provided with high-fat diets. And this was done for 90 days. And then they had a, a control group, which was basically an unsupplemented uh, group, that they were they were served the same amount of calories, but they weren't given any kind of powders or anything like that. Now, this is what they observed: the researchers observed lower levels of C-reactive protein, okay, uh, tumor necrosis factor alpha, and interleukin six. These three are markers of inflammation in your body. So, if you have any any uh, elevation of these markers in your body, that means that you have high inflammation in certain areas in your body. For example, C-reactive protein generally is a high risk factor, a high high marker of inflammation for the heart and cardiovascular disease, and those types of things. So what they found was that the grape the the <clears throat> the grapes actually lowered the serum levels of these inflammatory markers in animals that received the grape powder in comparison with the control group and indicating you know basically indicating that it was a, a, a decrease in inflammation. But the grape supplemented animals also had reduced liver, kidney, and abdominal fat and improved anti- antioxidant defense proteins in the heart, abdominal fat, skeletal muscle, liver, brain, and kidneys. So this was not just a lowering of these inflammatory markers. This was just overall improvement of, in all these organs, okay, the, including the muscles, including the fat, including, you know, everything. This was just an overall improvement. Because you have to remember that grapes also provide um, high levels of antioxidants. Very, very important. So, um, you know, grapeseed extract is one of the best things that you can use as a supplement. If, you, if you're not into eating grapes, then get some grapeseed extract. Again, great for the heart, great for, you know, just overall uh, antioxidant defense, improvement of the liver, all these types of things. That in combination with the, with what I talked about before with the resveratrol, fantastic for the body. These are, th- I mean, you're, if you're, and those of you who are getting your green powders or your red powders out there that have your superfoods in them, you are way ahead of everybody else because your body is absorbing every amount of that and using and utilizing it. So if you're doing that on a regular basis, sometimes once or twice a day, I do it a few times a day because I know what those powders do for you. Okay. So, Again, these are very, very important. These are um, another thing you should be using on a regular basis to help improve your overall health. All right. Big nutrient for this week, we're going to talk about hawthorn, hawthorn for the heart. Now, people out there with, uh, you know, issues like atrial fibrillation, um, valve problems, leakage problems in the heart, structural problems, all those types of things, um, those of you who are dealing with those types of things may want to look at hawthorn berry. Why is that? Well, here's one of the big reasons. In Europe, hawthorn is actually one of one of the main uh, treatments or one of the main things given to people with heart failure. 
Think about that. Not only just, you know, not only is it preventative, but actually people who have been diagnosed with class three heart failure. I mean, we're talking about class three heart failure is basically, you know, there's a limitation in activity for the person. The patient is comfortable, but but only at rest that they can't, you know, they can't do too much activity. I mean, this is a person who's who's not as mobile as other people because it can it can cause them problems. So people like this are actually being given on a regular basis hawthorn berry or hawthorn berry in uh in conjunction with whatever you know regular therapy that their doctors are giving them. You know, hawthorn is really, really big in Europe, if you, you know, really realize it, but it's being used regularly out there. So, but of course, in the United States, you know, there's, there's too much red tape to do that. So, but let's talk a little bit about hawthorn. First of all, hawthorn berries contain a wide range of flavonoids, which are responsible for their diverse mechanisms of operation. Now, this is from Wellness Resources, just so you know. Now, these flavonoids include hyper, hyper, uh, hyper, Rutin, quercetin, uh, vitexin, and things like catechins and proanthocyanidins. These are all important. Um, and it also contains germ-controlling polyphenols, such as uh, chlorogenic acid. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your car. Like five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil, just $31.95. Plus get a $10 O'Reilly gift card with your purchase. Extend the life of your vehicle and improve performance with a synthetic oil change. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Pet food bags are covered in pretty pictures of healthy food, but the highly processed pellets inside are far from it. Make the switch to The Farmer's Dog. It's real food made fresh and delivered right to your door. The Farmer's Dog worked with top vets to create ready-to-serve meals using fresh, human-grade meat and vegetables. They contain everything your dog needs to stay healthy and nothing they don't. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash listen to save 50% on your first box with free shipping. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. These are all important to the human body, okay? So let's talk a little bit about it. Now, Hawthorne has a relaxing effect on the arteries. Uh, it helps to improve circulation. Um, it helps, uh, it helps uh, bring down, you know, helps with healthy blood pressure. It helps to actually ease uh, blood pressure, okay? Now, there were some randomized controlled trials that showed that Hawthorne lowered diastolic blood pressure, which is the lower number, in patients with type 2 diabetes. Extremely, extremely important. Hawthorne has also been shown to protect animals from experimentally induced heart attack. Um, in a study with rabbits fed a high cholesterol diet, Hawthorne showed that it had a 23% reduction in total cholesterol and a 22% reduction in triglycerides. Now, this was in rabbits. Again, it's also shown to help people with AFib. Because, it, remember, it's one of the things that Hawthorne does it actually helps to activate the friendly nitric oxide. That's the nitric oxide that that um, that helps your your arteries and, and and these things to get into a more relaxed mode. This is what you want. These are things like um, things like yoga and other things can help with that as well. But Hawthorne is excellent at doing those type of things. So very very important. Hawthorne has also been known to protect the liver from adverse changes during a heart attack. 
And um, again, it's it's great for circulation. It's great for toning up the heart. Helps with the um, when the as far as the heart um, tone and structure as well. Helps improve overall fitness. Um, you know, it's it's very cardio friendly. If those of you who are into cardio, helps helps keep your heart strong. Uh, it acts as an ACE inhibitor. I mean, there's just it's, it goes on and on and on. What how how great Hawthorne is for um, your heart and just circulation in general. So Hawthorne goes um, also with can go very well with grapeseed extract again for its for its cardiovascular effects and um, you know this is this is key stuff here okay because there's a lot of people out there you got to remember that heart disease is one of the leading killers in the United States and. And all these nutrients are out there. They can be used um, on their own. And they can be used synergistically with what your doctor's giving you. If your doctor's giving you some kind of medication, you can also use these things alongside of that. And that's again, that's been proven in Europe to help, uh, you know, uh, help with you know whether it's various symptoms or just to help you get you on the path of an overall wellness protocol. So, Hawthorne is the nutrient for this week. Very important. You know, everything from 160 grams all the way to 1,800 milligrams have been used uh, very effectively. All right. Okay, next. Well, <clears throat> this is the time of year where we're getting towards spring, or in spring, actually. And um, a lot of people are getting seasonal allergies. And, um, you know, the, the typical coughing, sneezing, runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, all that stuff is happening. you got to remember the... Pollen is in the air, and you got to remember, you know, 35 million Americans every year suffer from this type of thing. And the spring and the fall, especially, are the, are the hardest times that people deal with. Okay, so what are some things we can do? So I'm going to go over these really quick, but these are just some things you can do. You have to remember that um, at the end of the day, taking Taking over-the-counter medications to stop your symptoms is basically, that's pretty much all it's going to do. It's going to stop your symptoms. And I understand people want relief from their symptoms. Yes. You know, so they take the over-the-counter antihistamines and those things. But understand that those are not, those are doing a few things. Number one, they're only stopping the symptoms, but they're not stopping the cause. So the cause is never going to go away if you're just stopping the symptoms. Number two, they do, you know, these these types of uh these types of medications are very hard on the liver. Your liver has to do major detoxing when it comes to these things. And if you're taking them every day, two or three times a day, which I used to do in my younger ages when I was dealing with allergies. Um, and they, you know, they also cause drowsiness. So those of you who are, you know, who drive on a regular basis, you can't take them all the time. You're, you know, you want to take them while you're driving. Um, they can cause you to be foggy. They can cause all sorts of side effects. And again, they can, they're, they're not letting your immune system, you know, do what it needs to do. So what can we do? First of all, allergies is a problem with the immune system in general because you got to remember that there's a hyperactivity going on in the immune system. There's, there's a secretion of histamine happening. That histamine goes up and that's what gives you the symptoms of the watery eyes, the runny nose, the itchy and all that type of stuff. That's histamine that's being secreted by the body because it's trying to get the foreign substances that it recognizes as foreign is trying to get it out of your body. That's what your body does. So it secretes histamine to do that. But again, 
it's an immune issue because your your immune is hyperactive. It's autoimmune basically at that point. It's hyperactive. It's it's uh it's it's basically recognizing these things as a foreign substance in your body. So what can we do to help that situation? Well, let's let's run through a couple of things here. Number one, these can these hopefully can help some people. Garlic uh, on clinical studies. Why? Because uh, garlic actually contains quercetin. Quercetin very 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 good for allergies in higher doses. Natural compound found in garlic and onions and apples and things like that has an antihistamine effect, but it's a natural antihistamine effect. So that should be added to your diet. Okay. Cayenne pepper, again, also contains quercetin. And it's, it's very important, but it can also help with throat. Those of you who are dealing with allergies sometimes deal with a lot of, uh, phlegm in the throat or inflammation in the throat. Well, cayenne pepper has been known to help with that as well as well as nasal irritations. You know, sometimes those hot things can clear your sinuses. So cayenne pepper is very beneficial for that. Other things, chamomile. Okay, chamomile has been shown. Chamomile tea has been shown to help with um, relieving itchiness and dryness in the eyes. But if you check this out, if you place a cold tea bag on your eye, okay, for about 5 to 10 minutes, it helps with uh, helps calm down the allergic reaction. Okay? So that's another thing you can do, all right? Elderberry. Elderberry, one of the, uh, something that has been used for many, 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 many years for colds and flu has also been shown to be very effective, uh, for strengthening the immune system. Because again, what you want is to start strengthening your immune system. The key to this is to strengthen your immune system little by little so eventually it can, it can lessen the overreaction over time. But again, remember, it took years to develop into this, so it's going to take you know it's going to take probably a couple of years to get out you know, to get back out of this, but it's doable. It just takes it takes work. It's not it's not an overnight thing, but uh, again, elderberry in many forms can help this. And and here's another one: chicken soup. Chicken soup. You know, obviously, your mom always tell you to take chicken soup for your for your cold. Well, chicken soup can also help with uh, nasal flare-ups. Okay, if you have chicken soup, it'll help you get that stuff out of your, out of your, um, uh, your nose and your nasal passages. That's very good, but also obviously helps with the common cold as well. Just, and then a neti pot. Those of you who, who've heard of a neti pot, it's basically kind of an irrigation system for the nose. And it's a cheap thing. It's natural. It's, it's, you know, rel- it's, it's safe basically as long as you're using it correctly. And it helps to soothe the nasal passages. And, you know, if, as long as you're using sterile water and a dash of salt, and, and, you know, that's very important. And one thing you can try also that, that they, that many people have said is very effective is acupuncture. Acupuncture has been shown not only to strengthen the immune system, but to strengthen the body's defenses against spring allergies or any kind of allergies in general. Um, I know personally know people who have, who have gone to acupuncture for uh, asthma. And have been, and that has helped them as well. So, again, these are just some ideas that you guys can use um, if you want to help to uh, eventually get those, you know, get those allergies under control in the springtime. And again, but if you if you don't want to use quercetin in the food form, get quercetin in the pill form, vitamin form, um, at you know, and and find a dosage that's right for you. And eventually, if you start using it consistently, it may not work right away. It's got to take a while. Your body's got to develop, you know, 
gotta gotta really use it effectively. But um, if you use it uh, on a regular basis, you know, eventually it can start working for you. And another thing that has worked that worked for me, your green powders. Green powders has helped me immensely. And I could tell you just this is just my personal my personal usage, but the green powders, especially the organic broccolis and and spinach and those types of green superfood powders, have helped my sinuses tremendously, to the point where I don't have those issues anymore. And I noticed I traced it back to when I was using those green powders. So very very important. So it's just some things to take a look at. Okay, next we're going to talk a little bit about varicose veins. And uh, those of you who are dealing with this issue, um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people are dealing with varicose veins, especially, you know, obviously it's not just an issue of being overweight. Many people who are not overweight uh, deal with these types of things. But it, it's obviously a circulation problem. But now understand how these things work, okay? First of all, you know, just to kind of go back to you know, exactly how this works, arteries deliver oxygen, you know, oxygenated blood from your heart to the rest of your body. Okay, so a network of veins returns deoxygenated blood to your heart, which sends it to your lungs to pick up more oxygen. Now, your legs have three types of veins that work together to, you know, pump blood uphill against gravity, you know, back uh, towards your heart. You have the superficial veins, and which are more closer to your skin. The superficial veins are the ones that tend to have uh, ends up having a problem. Now, when they become enlarged or when they become kind of twisted or or out of shape they can turn into varicose veins, okay? Now, this can happen from a diff- lot of different reasons, whether it's your overweight, too much standing. Um, sometimes a pregnancy can can do this as well. Uh, or it could be a structural problem. It could be a problem with valves. It could be a problem, uh, a deeper vein problem, a pressure buildup. There's a lot of different reasons why this thing can happen, okay? But um, this is, you know, again, this is something that people deal with on a regular basis. And, um so, uh, you know, what can be done? Well, first of all, just realize that it is a circulatory problem and, it's, and it can be indicative of some chronic inflammation that's happening somewhere in your body, okay? So whether it's arterial sclerosis, uh, hypertension, kidney dysfunction, all these types of things can be other problems. It can cause swelling, edema in the legs, um, you know, a thickening, a, a thickening of, of certain parts of the skin or whatever the case may be. Um, this is, you know, this is indicative of some kind of inflammation, right? Now, you have to do things to, you know, to start de-inflaming your body. Okay, so how do you do that? How do you deal with de-inflaming your body? Well, first of all, many individuals uh, with, you know, with circulatory problems have elevated insulin levels. Okay, so a lot of times this is due to poor, poor blood sugar metabolism, and that can lead to a lot of inflammatory uh, states or um, or glycogen uh, and th- those types of things. So it's important to you know bring down what causes the inflammation. Again, bad food, um, bring down the sugars, bring down the starches, um, the, um, and and you know bring up the omega threes. The omega threes are very anti-inflammatory, so you want to bring those up. You want to bring the sugar down. Um, another, th- you know, diet and lifestyle is basically one of the biggest things to help you against this because uh, diet and lifestyle is going to actually, you know, helps not only inflammation, but it, once that inflammation is brought down, that's going to help your overall circulation. And if your circulation is back on track, that's going to help you with the vein problem. Okay. So, um, you know, this is again, something that you need to, that you need to recognize. Also, another thing to do, 
regular exercise. Exercise is going to help you with circulation. Okay, a combination of anti-inflammatory uh, foods and regular exercise. Okay, so um, you know whatever it is, whatever you need to do, whether it's walking or jogging, or you know, or or whatever it is, but. All these types of activities improve your overall blood flow and circulatory tone in your body. So you have to remember now always, again, if you do have that problem and you're just going to get started on a program, first talk to your doctor before you do that, okay? Make sure that's very, very important. And, um, you know, if you are having a really, really bad problem, don't go for high-intensity exercise. Start off very slow. Talk to your doctor and then start off slow and then progressively, you know, uh, increase the intensity as you as you go. Okay, and then you know also watch out. You know when you especially when you get tested, watch out for things like um, elevated C-reactive protein. Again, this was this is the inflammatory marker in your body um, because a lot of people with varicose veins have these types of elevated things. Okay, now this protein increases in acute f- uh, phases of inflammation that occurs in various and, uh, you know, occurs from various stressors or environmental stressors. So uh, another thing you have to watch out for is homocysteine, okay? This is another inflammatory uh, amino acid that is found in individuals with circulatory problems. So, again, at the end of the day, this type of issue uh, tends to be caused by some kind of inflammation and circulation problem somewhere in the body. So, you know, it may not be in the legs, but it ends up happening in the legs because, remember, your heart is pumping the, the blood through the superficial veins, but uh, there could be some kind of blockage. There could be some kind of pressure in there. So, you know, and then, you know, as, as you get older, your brain, your, your veins lose tone, okay, which can also cause them to stretch very easily, cause them to get leaky. Fluid actually leaks from them as well. There could be a, um, this is a tendency for fluid and pressure to build up in the legs, um, you know, you'll notice uh, sock lines, you'll notice um, swelling in the ankles, edema, all those types of things. So, you know, overall, these are things. So nutrients that'll help circulation, again, back to hawthorn berry, grapeseed extract, DHA, um, you know, magnesium, all these types of things help with circulation. Again, exercise and an anti-inflammatory lifestyle. All right. So, you know, again, these are not, these are not magic bullets. These are just things that you can do to get yourselves on the right track and, um, to get yourselves back to, you know, hopefully clearing out this problem. Finally, we're going to talk about the dirty dozen. This is uh, from the environmental working group. And this is, um, these are, these are, um, different types of, um, fruits and vegetables. Some of them that are heavily sprayed. The dirty dozens are the ones that are the most heavily sprayed fruits and vegetables, which you want to try to get organic. And then there, and then I'm going to give you the clean 15, which are the ones that are not really heavily sprayed, you know, not the most heavily sprayed and the ones that are a little safer. Okay. Now, obviously, if you're on a budget and you, you know, have no choice, then you get the regular conventional ones that you can. But if you can get these things organically, then by all means do so because you're not, then you don't have to deal with the pesticides and all those types of things that are on it. But let's talk about the, the dirty dozen. Apples, celery, cherry tomatoes, cucumbers, hot peppers, nectarines, peaches, 
potatoes, spinach, strawberries, and sweet bell peppers. These are the Dirty Dozen for 2013. Okay, These are the ones that are most heavily sprayed by pesticides. The ones you really want to get organically, if at all possible, if your budget permits. The Clean 15, let's talk about those. Asparagus, avocados, cabbage, cantaloupe, sweet corn, eggplant, grapefruit, and kiwi. Those are the Clean 15. Those are the ones that are the least sprayed, the least have issues. Those you can get those at any, at any time or any kind. And, um, you know, hope that helps you out a little bit when you're looking or you're going shopping for your fruits and vegetables. But do the best you can as far as, uh, whatever your budget can permit. And, uh, hopefully this helps you. I'm going to again post this on, on uh, Facebook. So if you guys want to check it out, read it for yourself or you can copy and paste it and, you know, you know, just have it with you. So when you do go shopping, you know which ones to, to get organically. Okay. All right. For that, that's it for this week. Hope you guys got some good information today. And again, I will be back next week with some more, uh, information for you. Uh, if you have a question for me, go to wellnesstalk at hotmail.com. Until next week, have a great week, everybody. Take care and be well. A lot of us are looking for ways to start our day feeling more joy and appreciation. And while some of us write gratitude lists or do yoga, Others pour themselves a bowl of their favorite cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. Because not only are Honey Nut Cheerios delicious, they can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. So maybe the secret to a great mood all day is a little yoga. Then writing your gratitude list over a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about a heart-healthy lifestyle at Cheerios.com. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. 